Welcome back to another episode of Louisiana Ladies. My name is Melissa Torito. And I am Maggie Robinson. And this is a podcast with with no no agenda. We would love if you guys would subscribe to the podcast and that way you never miss a new episode. Additionally, when you subscribe, if you could rate and review, we would really appreciate that as well. We are also on social media, both Instagram and Facebook, so please give us a follow at Louisiana Ladies Podcast. And Maggie? You can reach us at our email address, louisianaladiespodcast at gmail.com. All right, another day, another podcast, or should I say another week, another podcast. Um, Hope everybody is doing well. Maggie, how are you doing? Doing good, doing good. I didn't have to sit in traffic this morning because my boss is so nice and she let me work for a moment until it cleared out. (laughs) Who is that boss, Maggie? Who is this person? Oh, you may have heard of her. So truthfully, I didn't realize when you texted me that that's what you were doing until I got here. And I was like, oh, duh, she's waiting out the traffic. Don't blame me because I hate traffic. Oh, um, yeah. That kind of stuff doesn't bother me. You know, I, it doesn't. I live in Walker and I pulled up Waze and it was taking me through Central. I was like, this is not a good day to drive into work. And so I just opened my laptop and started working from the kitchen table because that was just not going to put me in a good mood to sit in traffic. Hope everyone's okay, but whew. well, you're in a better mood now, not sitting in traffic. Absolutely, and it's a beautiful day. Game changer. And we have another guest sitting right next to us, Michelle Bolda. <laughs> yes, who is very bold. <laughs> so bold. <laughs> so Michelle is a client. Yes, that's yeah. I I met you at a work happy hour yes. thing, and then I stalked you until you loved me. <laughs> And then I paid you for services. <laughs> Just Which to seal the deal. Wait, Which did is you really I make... stalk me? I mean, I feel like I did. Like, I texted you and I was like, can we be best friends? This is how I, this is how I no, made all like, my best friends. No, you were like, we should go to dinner. And I was like, okay. Yeah, and that's and not we... weird at all, <laughs> Melissa. And people say making friends as an adult is hard. It's not. It's I literally just like, it's like I just, I shoot my target, you know, at somebody. And I'm like, you, I feel like we're going to get along. Let's cut to the chase, you know? Okay, so I really didn't think anything of it when she was like, let's go to dinner. Well, you were my target. I I said that wrong. Oh, okay. Well, I'm kind of flattered. Thank you. So we go to dinner, and she's like, okay, I know this is weird. Like, I basically asked you out on a date. (laughs) But after I met you, I felt like we could be friends. And I was like, literally how I've made all my friends. Bold. You should. Bold. It's bold. You should. You should. Um, interview all of my like ride or dies because they have the same story. Like where this weird girl comes up to them and they're like, I know you don't know me, but, but I think you'll really like me. But we are friends. It I was know, like, I'm a always really, right it was, you it. were right. I was about, about to say, have you ever missed a target? No, that'd be weird. Okay. So you, you always <laughs> you have to break up with them. You'd be like, look, this isn't going to work just out. I would just you. <laughs> It'll break up. Oh, yes. okay. That's no, I'm just kidding. Not a bad strategy. These um, days, you can do it. So, I knew we were going to be... Well, I don't know. We started... 
whenever I met you to talk about services, we talked about services, and then I think we talked about my colonoscopy. <laughs> God, <laughs> we did. Didn't um, <laughs> Michelle? We're like leaving and COVID, you know, going on, and I'm like, I have to have a colonoscopy, and I'm stressed out. And then, it. yes, and then I was driving, and I saw a billboard, Woman's Hospital, and yeah. it said now private rooms for colonoscopies and i texted melissa i'm like you make sure you get you a private room i'm like i'm pretty sure the place i go to is private but they knock you out so who knows and i feel like we were locked in then when we shared that colonoscopy we moment (laughs) i was like but i'm also an open book and i am an overshare which is why i'm terrified of this podcast can i just take a moment so with my friends i am this obnoxious person And now there's a whole world on the other side of that microphone, and I just know that this is going to destroy my reputation. (laughs) (laughs) It hasn't destroyed mine yet. You're good. So just a fact, without giving everybody too much information, I'd alluded at one point that I do have an autoimmune disorder, and that is Crohn's. So I I do, I am a very compliant patient. The doctors have told me this before. They're like, you are so compliant. I'm like, well, if you tell me I need to do something, I'm going to do it, even if I don't like it. I don't want to die. I was was up to date. It It was time for the good old colonoscopy so anyway um that's probably not podcast worthy talk so we're gonna move on (laughs) and we're gonna talk about something that gives me horrific anxiety oh good oh good (laughs) well i live with horrific anxiety so i this is so weird so i had to go to new orleans last week for a meeting with a client at 3 30 in the afternoon okay yeah and they're in the central business district Mm -hmm. parking the whole thing. I mean, okay. So, and she can really, we can all relate. I, I, I ended up texting Maggie. I was like, I don't care how busy you are. Like, I'm trying to like be respectful of everybody's time. So I just Obviously, wait by myself. When you say something like that, you're respectful. I was like, now I don't care. Like, you're going to have to come with me. I've got a portable Wi-Fi. Like, somebody can drive and somebody can work. It, you know, yeah. whatever. So I'm going down there. And I always get nervous. Like, right when you pass, I think it's met that Metairie area, and you're taking that right kind of turn onto the interstate, and I swear, everybody goes from, like, 60 to 90. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where I'm going, and I feel like even ways, you're like, okay, you say I'm going to get off of the interstate, but is it to the left? Is it to the right? Right, because you never know. You ones. never know. Mm-hmm. Could okay. be left, could be right. You don't so, know. And it could be me. six lanes, could be four lanes. You, you got to go. Yeah, <laughs> and, 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 and you got to go as fast as everyone else, right? Yeah. Okay. So, in the middle of all this, it, and this never fails, I get a phone call. I always get a phone call right Don't as I'm getting take into it. Well, that would be, I know, I can't. <laughs> Still saying that. No, you just don't take the phone call. But it was from somebody that really needed to talk to me. Uh huh. After you exit and park, you can do that. Okay, well, that would have taken another 45 minutes because let me tell you what happened. So, I get, so the, the office is off of Poydras. Yeah. And I feel like people in New Orleans, they're so used to the drive and the parking, or maybe they walk, or they don't think to tell us non-New Orleans people that I need specific directions, okay? Mm-hmm. So Waze is like, you have arrived. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, great, I'm in the middle of Poitras. <laughs> <laughs> Where do I go? So I have to like pull over, and I pull into a lane that's supposed to be going into a parking garage, but I didn't know it at the time. And it wasn't the parking garage for the building. It was some other... You just, you just go I just, with it. I was like this. Yeah, you just take the parking garage. So, yeah, no. You didn't do that? No, I didn't even I know it was. so a par- many good tips. <laughs> okay, I thought that it was just a place to pull over. I didn't 
didn't realize it was a parking garage until some guy started blaring his horn at me. And I'm like, okay, I feel like my license plate needs to say Baton Rouge and not just Louisiana. Okay. So I'm on the phone with the client and she's like, I know it's confusing. Our parking garage is off of Camp Street. And I'm like, Yes, so I literally <laughs> don't know where that is. This is where flying cars would come in handy. Oh, so the poor lady, I mean, she was trying to help me out. She's like, what street are you on now? And I'm like, um, <laughs> I can't Sorry. tell them no. no, this, like, if I was this woman, I'd be like, so... You're coming to meet with the managing partner of this law firm? Like, you? I'm sorry. It's so funny, but anyone who's driven downtown New Orleans can relate to this. I'm the street names change. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sweating. Okay? And Maggie has seen this in real life. Okay? Are you dying? Like, I would have just been useless at this point. Oh, I'm I'm just there for support. No, she would have regretted bringing me because I'd be like, what are you? Do it. <laughs> just park and let's and walk. It, it's so obvious how flustered I get, too. Like, even with somebody in the car, like, I just want to jump out of the car and have somebody else drive it for me. I don't even care who it is, okay? So, I make it to the parking garage, and, you know, it's like a shady-type parking garage, and I'm like, okay, I really shouldn't be in here by myself. Then you I thought Maggie I, was with you. I, no, I, I am decided, not there I, today. I respected her time. I know, but then I thought we didn't care. Once I After got there, the fact. <laughs> and I was like, screw this, you're coming. Somebody is coming. Laney is coming. Somebody oh, is going to be joining me. And I literally, the day before, I almost called my dad to see if he could take me. To New Orleans? Yeah, he's retired. No, but I mean, it's just New Orleans. Like, I know, but I can get a lot of work done in the car. Oh my gosh. You should take that hour for yourself. Listen to some tunes. Well, I listened to our own podcast on the way back so I could... <laughs> preview it before it came out. So anyway, so I get there and of course, you know, you got to like download an app on your phone to pay to park. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I did it for two hours. So I was like, this is not going to take longer than two Mm -hmm. hours. And then I'm like, I get on the elevator in the parking garage and it's only like three stories, but I'm pretty sure that the, in my brain, this is what's going on. I'm like, okay, so they're on the 21st floor and this is only three stories. And I was like, I know. <laughs> Go to the bottom of the parking garage. Genius. <laughs> Went to the bottom and I was like, made it. Who freaking designed this front? <laughs> I, I mean, and then, you know, I'm like wearing the mask. I mean, I was, I was totally Did flustered. you think the parking garage would go up 21 stories? Yes, you did. just like walk from the parking no, garage like, I am a world-class moron when it comes to <laughs> common sense. Like, cities? Yes. <laughs> no. It stresses me out. I know. Van is just so easy and flat. We have like three parking garages in the whole city. Mm-hmm. It's so different from a real big city. It is. New Orleans targets are multiple stories. I love that. <laughs> With the cart thing, it's so much fun. Okay, so I'm gonna, I am need to make a day out. Like, yeah, I, I, I will drive a, you okay, to New thanks. Orleans. I mean, you know. So, thank gosh I got there as early as I did because if not I would have been late to the meeting. So then I meet with this client and they are a great client. We've had them for a very long time. They've been a client for a very long time. I'm thinking it's like a meet and greet mm-hmm. with the new managing partner. But it was like, no, we're going to dig into the retirement plan and, like, see what we can do to make it better. And I'm like, uh, and they're like, let's just put your laptop on the screen. (laughs) He did ask me when I walked in. He goes, do you want some, like, gin? Yes. Yes, Yes, sir. So that's, um, and and look, Doug Allen with Nationwide has called me before when I'm on my way to New Orleans to meet him for an event. And I'm like, I got to (laughs) go. So this is not... 
my biggest fear when going to a client that I've never been there before is not meeting with the client. It's, it's not there. It's getting there. Yeah. It's, it's very stressful to mm-hmm. me. Maggie, is it stressful to you? It is. Or is it stressful to you just because it's stressful to me and it's like, you know, sympathy stress? It is because I do this stupid thing where I care about what strangers think. Mm. Like, I really wish I could just drive around and not really care that I'm affecting other people's day. Like, most people do. Yeah, like oblivious. But I'm like, oh, I'm slowing down. Did I signal? Like, all these things are going through my head. It's like, it doesn't matter. It's such a chick thing It doesn't matter. It's such a chick thing to do. It is. So much. It's exhausting. I'm driving to New Orleans tomorrow, and now I'm getting nervous. (laughs) You're you should be. No, just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. All right. So, moving on. Um, I think I talked about, I got the Barefoot Dreams are you familiar with Barefoot Dreams, Michelle? No. Okay, it's like a loungewear line. Oh. That's high. It's ex- I say high end, and to me, high end means ex- I equate that with expensive. Yeah. But it really is fantastic. But I got a $20 dupe blanket from Amazon, and it it is worthy of a link in this podcast. Oh, wow. It is very nice. And it's like thin... So it's not, you know, you're not too hot, but it's just the material. Now, mm-hmm. I haven't washed it yet, so we'll see. Yeah. Um, you know, my dog keeps wanting to, mm-hmm. yeah. she, she thinks it's her blanket. Right. In fact, the other day I put it on the ottoman and she jumped on the ottoman and just made herself a little bed. A little nest. Yeah. Yeah. And Patrick's like, you should be flattered. I mean, it's because, it's because so of nice. you. And I'm like, I don't care. She is a dog. <laughs> she can lay on a towel. It's <laughs> my blanket. Yeah. So, um, anyway, that's my, um. That's my review of that. And then I just got in the Target robe that's a dupe for Barefoot Dreams. And it was pretty fantastic. It's so cozy. Thank you, Maggie. I, I love, love it. it. I love a cozy robe. There's been chilly mornings and I just put it on over my jams and it's... <laughs> it just, just makes, makes me happy. Day. Yeah. yeah. There are things that make us happy right there. It is. Okay, so the word of the episode... Word of the episode. Word up. <clears throat> Is a very interesting word, one I've actually never heard of before, and it uh, seems very appropriate. So, Lainey, since you came up with the word, let's let's share it with our audience. Well, let's clarify that I did not come up with this totally by myself. I typed into Google, what is the word of the day? And it is garrulous, which means excessively talkative, especially on trivial matters. And that's perfect. How appropriate. <laughs> yeah. We're the worst. I am. No, we. We go to a restaurant. We do. And I'm like, hey, server person. Yes. You're so lovely. We are going to be here for three hours. Right. Minimum. Don't going to tip you well. Don't be angry. <laughs> right. Well, the first time we went, the server was not charmed. He did us. not like us. He was. We were like, we're charming. And I'm like, excuse me, sir. <laughs> and we're funny. I don't. Trust we, people who don't think I'm hilarious. <laughs> Can you come back here and explain yourself? He was not exactly rude. He was just extraordinarily neutral. Yeah. And I didn't like that. Yeah. Like, we no don't emotion. Ha- we don't handle neutral well. Uh, neutral comes off as rude to me. Me too. Me too. I think it's, it's a southern, southern thing. I'm so, I know. I try not to be so southern and then somebody's neutral and I'm like, what the hell is your problem? Let's right. have fun. Okay. Right. Lighten up. <laughs> exactly. Like, laugh. I am hilarious. Yeah, smile at me. <laughs> so when we went to, when we went to dinner last time though, remember the teeny boppers oh, came in. There were so many but looks. But they left. They came and ate dinner and sushi. left before we <laughs> like multiple like sushi. Before we, we we like turned around. We we're like, oh, they're already Honestly, done. Honestly, I could have stayed. They were literally closing the restaurant, locking doors, vacuuming. And Melissa's <laughs> like, I guess I need to call my Uber. Yes. 
And I was like, well, we can still, I mean, we can talk in the parking lot. And she's like, please let me go home. <laughs> did I say that? No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. But we so were, we have to strategically plan our dinners for when we don't, we can't have anything. That's right. And we're always right. accused of drinking, even at lunch where we're not drinking. So yes, Garrelis this is, is true. perfect. Garrelis is perfect because we just did it. Talk, 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 talk. And... That's so really, we could go to dinner without drinking, but that doesn't sound that doesn't sound fun. fun. But yes, we were accused of drinking at a lunch that where there was one no of alcohol us for drinking anything. <laughs> yeah. I think I think that person just felt left out. Yeah, well, he should have. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> okay, so now we're gonna go to our proud of ourself moment or proud of myself moment, which is our palm. And mine is y'all. I'm getting the hang of push-ups, like actual. Chest to my ground, chest to my ground. <laughs> God, this is hard this week. I, we shouldn't be recording know, an like, after this I, week. I keep thinking, I said shot my target, which I guess could be correct. I was an English major. Anyway, that's what I've been fixating on this entire time. Oh, so don't. I understand chest to my ground. So anyway, the chest is to the ground. And I'm not doing a lot, but I'm doing them with good form. And so like this week's is going to sound really minor, but like three real push-ups is hard. Can you do three real push-ups, yes. Michelle? Okay, how many push-ups can you do? I mean, I've never done, like, a push-up challenge. Um, Should we start Actually, with? I have with my son. Um, well, I do Pilates. Mm-hmm. And so there is a lot of push-up-type movement on the reformer. So, yeah, I, I, I have, like, sort of swimmers' shoulders and arms, and so push-ups aren't my struggle. What about a pull-up? I can I can do a pull-up. <sighs> Awesome. You can do a pull-up? A, a pull-up. Okay, well, that's more than what I can do. One is <laughs> yeah. more than the other. No, and, and underhand, not over. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what I'm going for. Well, okay. I guess I was just, I feel like I've done push-ups wrong for so many years. Like, kind of yeah. going half to the ground and, like, that's elbows, right. elbows are wide. Out. You, you know, so now I'm kind of right. going. So the alignment I'm, is important. Yeah, so I'm work. yeah, elbows right. in. Like that. Elbows in, hands. Which makes it way straight, more. Way Straightforward. And I think that works your triceps a little That's bit right. more. Okay. So and, I had. And women have a hard time getting to those triceps. Yes. It's a tough muscle for us. I actually feel like it's getting stronger. Awesome. Just So yeah. I, I'm saying hmm. three because I'm doing them like after I'm done working out. You know, so I'm. But. I'm not judging your three. Oh, okay. Well. I'm proud of you. That's awesome. You have to start somewhere. Well, because I'm thinking next week I'll do four, and then mm-hmm. the week after that I'll do five, mm-hmm. and then it'll just if like the three's now getting easy. Your base that's awesome. Easier. That's right. It is not easy. No, but yeah. Okay, and I keep making Patrick watch me do a push up. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, he clap. <laughs> he's like, that looks good, you babe. Need to work in the clapping, <laughs> and then I'm like. You do a push up, and he's like, "No, I'm not gonna do it." He's push-up. not gonna play this game with you. <laughs> no, that's so he's unfair. No fun. That's he's no, no fun. fun at all. Patrick. All right, Maggie, what's your proud moment? Oh, um, I am doing the March gratitude challenge, and it's only been four days in March. But last night I was about to go to sleep, and I'm like, "Crap!" It was really late too, um, and I got up and I did my gratitude. So, I mean, I was pretty proud of myself because awesome. I was. About to be it's asleep. It's hard to get out of bed for me. Yes, and my journal was like all the way in the living room. Oh, but I did it. I feel like if there's and I'm if there's a week to be to to do the gratitude journal, it's this week, Maggie. Yeah, it's been a rough week. Well, even though we're recording this on a, I'm about to say we're recording this on a Monday. No, it's Thursday. <laughs> we are recording this on a Thursday to come yeah. out on a Monday. But I just want to let everybody know it's been a rough week. I. I I didn't know what day it was. I just it just feels like Monday over and over again. <laughs> for, so yeah, yeah, might as well be Monday. might as well be Monday. Whatever. Yeah. Okay, so Michelle, do you have a, a a proud of yourself moment? 
So it, does it have to be from like yesterday or No, something? absolutely mm-hmm. not. Okay. We are open-ended here. Okay. So this past weekend, with the help of my man friend, mm-hmm. we uh, de-popcorned my bathrooms, sanded and painted cabinets. I refinished a shower. Dang. We laid down flooring in the detached office because I'm getting my house ready to sell. But anyway, right. we like worked and it was awesome. I kind of like weekends like that every mm-hmm. once in a while because then whenever you do get to relax, it's a very, like you worked for that like relaxation. That yeah, I don't know that we can call it relaxing when I couldn't move my body well. um, <laughs> on Monday. But um, yeah, it was. I mean, cool. like when you're done no, for the day. It was at no, 8 p.m. and you get to sit down. You're yeah, like, oh, no, okay, it was very know. productive. And I like, I love painting, which I know is a polarizing statement, but painting a wall makes me I feel hate good. painting. I know. But it's not. I, I mean, get it. I get it. But <laughs> for me, it's therapeutic. It is. Mm, yeah. Interesting. It is. So, anyway, uh, doing that sort of work makes me feel good. And we did a lot of it. So yeah, it, it sounds like, like you knocked a lot of stuff out. Did. I did. I'm a. An achiever, Maggie, mm-hmm. I would say. Like, I just can't stop. Yeah, I mean, no. Like, I told Richard, I was like, look, we have, that's man friend. I was like, we've got reservations. I made reservations like a moron. Um, <laughs> 7 p.m. Saturday. Because I was like, this will make me stop and shower. Reservations and where? Soji. Oh, so good. Smart. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was exhausted. We It was a delicious dinner. And I also got the sake flight. And then I got another one. And then I got a bottle. I'm just saying. Oh. I know. Sunday. <laughs> no judgment here in Louisiana. But please. Sunday, I was up, ready to go. So, props to sake. Is that because you drank water? Yeah, what did you do? No, I was dehydrated all night. I think I was just up all night dehydrated. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Okay, so it just so carried I was over. just, like, up. Like, I need water. Let's start working. It was fine. Um... And Richard doesn't drink, so I feel like I have to do my part for him. I don't blame you. I'm <laughs> yeah. not married to somebody that doesn't drink, so yeah. we just equally just, share. I need to represent, you know. I'm actually going to my cousin's bachelorette party, and I think by the time this comes out, I will be back. But I've already purchased um, a package of liquid IV. and um, Well, that's what we needed. The, the, we as an I, but that, that that's really what I needed. Yeah. I like body armor. I really do. Oh, yeah, you told me about that. And there's these pills you can take, too. Mm, maybe we should give some of this to Patrick. To make him shake back? Yeah. Okay. He's has, he just is terrible with hangovers. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I I will push through a hangover. Yeah, In fact, most of the time I wouldn't even say I am hungover. Right. So, no, I mean, I'm too proud for that. Like, I feel fine. Right. He'll be like, how do you feel? Right. I'm like, fine. I only have a headache Why are you taking Advil? <laughs> right. Why are you taking Advil? Um, I'm sore from my workout. Obviously. Like, <laughs> yeah. So let's just move on. All right. So, Michelle, let's talk about you. <laughs> okay. So, uh, I feel like I asked this at dinner, but I cannot remember the answer. Where are you from? From here. From here. Born and raised. Born and raised Baton Rouge. Absolutely. So a true Louisiana lady. Okay. I am. So what would you like to share about yourself? Oh my gosh. Wow. So open-ended. <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> well, I was going to ask you. It's your show. Where did you go? Most of the time I go into like, where did you go to high school? school? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's yeah. such a Baton Rouge question. It is such a Baton Rouge question. It makes me want to vomit. It does. But you know what? I don't care because I've made connections from that question yeah. and gotten clients because I'm like, oh, really? Do you know so-and-so? Yeah. I know so-and-so. Or I graduated there, you know. Right. So, where did you go? So, uh, so let me just say, I feel like we have very different backgrounds. We do. We've determined that. We've talked about this. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, I went to Bel Air High. Okay. 
I, uh, I didn't know where LSU was located in Baton Rouge until I was a freshman at LSU. I probably didn't really know that either. Yeah. I was on like the other side. I didn't know where I 10 was. Like I, like, so I grew up in the North, North Baton Rouge and, uh, Florida Boulevard was kind of my line of demarcation for the city. Um, and so it was a whole new world. Actually, I guess spring testing before I graduated is when I learned how to get to LSU. Um, but yeah, so it was just a different world from maybe from yours as a teenager. Yeah. Young kid. Went to Bel Air public school, graduated in three years, hated every day of high school. So you went to LSU. Went to LSU. <laughs> yeah. And I, I did not have, this is going to be, it sounds like such a sad life. Like did not have fun in college, but oh. I was, I was very focused on working. So I always had two jobs, sometimes three jobs, determined to graduate in four years. Um, and then went to graduate school, which is where I learned to drink. I didn't even drink in college. Like, mm. I'm the most boring person on mm. the planet. Okay. Went to graduate school. I had my master's degree in English. Decided I hated academia. <laughs> so, because you were going to I was going like, to be a professor. Work. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I was going to I was gonna be a professor. Took my PhD comps, like the whole thing. And then uh, decided to finish with a master's degree, which is really not what most people do. They go on and they get their PhD. So mm-hmm. I was already like, I was a weirdo. I'm like, I'm just going to keep being the, oh, this fantastic weirdo that I am. Um, own it. Own, own it. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Started working as a technical writer. And then here I am an entrepreneur with, uh, you know, maybe a software development company. No big deal. Right. Yeah. So I will say I'm going to be 42 this month. And this is like, wait, when's your birthday? March 16th. I mean, I should know these things. I know. You are best friend. (laughs) I need it on my calendar. (laughs) Between the Ides of March and St. Patrick's Day. It's like the most boring birthday. But um, yeah, but I feel like my life now is what the glory days of high school people felt in high school. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. Like I I am 100%. No, I don't mean popular. (laughs) I know. I straight up tell my team, I'm like, now I know what it feels like to be popular. And it is exhausting. Gosh, this is why. I shoot my target is because I want to be in a clique. We just really got into something deep here. Wow. <laughs> I'm creating well. a clique. Mm-hmm. No, but uh, no, I'm living my best life. I have no regrets about high school or college. But uh, but yeah, it wasn't like some I've heard, you know, some of your guests like super partied in high school, super partied in college. I was very boring and like worked and did the whole. But that is okay because we're all our own person. Oh, yeah. I'm good with it. Yeah, I'm good with it. I work ethic wise. Like I I learned a lot supporting myself um, and, you know, learned about budgeting, all sorts of important life things. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I feel you. I I really like this stage of my life. Yeah. Better. It's awesome. Yeah. But I do. And when I say popular, I'm really not trying to have a negative connotation. But there are just some days where everybody, (laughs) I feel like everybody (laughs) either needs me or wants to talk to me. Yeah, obviously. And, you know, I just. (laughs) <laughs> well you do know everybody too i know i mean i was at lunch yesterday with Hashtag my business coach yeah, yeah that's it i was at lunch yesterday with my business coach walk out or run into uh <laughs> ray hayes i'm like hey ray what's up you yeah, know yeah, it doesn't always, matter wherever you are you know people it's well and true. i taught at the academy oh yeah so there you go the I mean, world gets even whole, smaller yeah and you know now we just it, but I really do like that. I'm enjoying it. I I do think people are surprised when they ask me what I do on a weekend and I'm like, oh, I just stayed home. And they're like, huh? Really? I'm like, oh, yeah. 
I'm going to hibernate. Like yeah. this weekend I'm hibernating. Well, you do a lot during the week. A lot of dinners, a lot of lunches. Like you, you know, you have to put on the razzle dazzle all week. It's sometimes on weekends we need to rest. I don't want to put on makeup. I get it. On the weekends. Yeah. So that's just, you want to get in your cozy robe. Yeah. With your cozy blankie. Mm -hmm. I get it. And read a book and take a nap. Yes. That's really what I want to do. Maybe the rub the soft blanket on my face. Yeah. (laughs) My unmakeup face. Right. I mean, I'm. Is that weird? I love. No, I love. Is there weird today? Wearing. Is there weird? I love not wearing makeup for like, like when we go to the beach and you don't wear makeup for five days. You're about to get onto one of my favorite topics. Right, we're gonna makeup or skincare. Skincare, because your skin is phenomenal. Yeah, so good. So you guys are okay. Target, Target, best friends. Yes. So we went to dinner, and we we talked about products at some point. I think you say you say this. I don't remember. You then I do remember emailing you. I do remember emailing you. And oh, that was and you were like you were like remember that boom this is topic or something like that. I was like we're friends. Hey sis. Basically, it's me trying to be popular. So, okay, so I do want to actually. We I haven't talked to you about your regimen. I sent you pictures. She sent me pictures and text, but I was like, this this involves a conversation. It's a so, podcast. So the conversation is today. I love it. Okay, so I'm let's so talk. Because I, I have studied for this. Because Michelle's skin Look. is legitimately we, we found it's it. glowing. What she wanted to talk about? It's glowing. Well, I had I don't I didn't write this. She prepped. I did. Yeah, I brought it in, in your mind. I'm so pumped for this. Okay, so yeah, let's do this. So I mean, I have a a regimen, but Mm -hmm. yours is it goes deep. It does, and I just is it complicated? Yeah, it is. No, it's it's not. uh, The pictures were overwhelming to me. The pictures were. (laughs) It was like ten products, and I was like, I just want you to know how good friends we are because. You text me and you're like, no, specifically, what do you use? And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to do this whole like photo inventory for my BFF Melissa. And then you explained it to me. <laughs> and, and I did. And I'm like, did. I'm like, left to right. I put this with this. Yes. That's the first layer. Then this. My nighttime routine is, well, my kids call it my routine. They're like, oh, mom's doing our routine. <laughs> like, it's oh, a whole first thing. of all, let me ask this. How long um, does it take? I mean, I don't time myself because I love it. Okay. So it's just like a moment of like true, you know, I, I make fun of the concept of self-care sometimes because I feel like it's gotten stupid. Like me driving to the grocery store alone is not self-care. Right. That's just like living my life without, you know, as efficiently as possible without four kids going to the grocery store. Right. And actually I have my groceries delivered. That's a bad example, but you know what I'm saying? Yes. That's self-care. <laughs> the delivery that. part. Correct. And when I save time, whatever, but, but truly for me, it's not just like taking a bubble bath for self-care. It's like, it really is every night, my moment of just like centered. I don't even think about anything while I'm doing it. It's really like almost a meditation. I know I sound like a crazy person. No, you don't. I am like, I'm like, I want this in my life. <laughs> no, because it's just like, I lock my door because mm-hmm. otherwise my children, and sometimes they're outside talking to me and I'm like, doing my routine, doing my routine. We're going to talk about the the children. Children. God, okay. So I many. think you're the... Guests with the most children so oh, far. Oh, cool. I'm the breediest. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're the breediest. Yes, you have. Bread. How do you not think about anything? You know what? I can't explain it because I, I literally think about all the things all the time. So that's why I'm saying. I think that I have honed in on, on skincare okay. because it's like, for some reason, this meditative kind of moment. And I love it. So I really don't know. It could be an hour. It could be five minutes. I have no idea how long it takes. But I've got it down. I mean, it's it is a science, and I've got it kind of down pat. But um, 
yeah, I just hide in my bathroom after a shower and I do my thing and then I go to bed. Okay, so we're we need specifics. So what's well, step okay, one? So, well, okay, let me just say that skin is as individual as people. I'm not a dermatologist. This is not medical advice. Well, I understand. But where okay. I get overwhelmed is I'm like, should I use retinol? Should I use vitamin C? These should are the I things use these I can things? answer for you, and I'm not going to because I don't know. Like, that's the thing. I came across my specific psychotic <laughs> combination of potions through, like, trial potions. and error. I was about to say, they're trial my, and error. They are my potions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, trial and error and, like, what goes with what and what do I like the feel of. Like, one of my favorite things, actually, two of my favorite skincare products are, like, Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. Like. Okay, so what are those? Those are a hyaluronic acid, like, moisture thing. And then uh, I can't even remember the name of the other one, but it's some sort of a helps. <laughs> it keeps Is it a pol- serum? They're, they're all serums, uh-huh. pretty much, or oils. But it keeps pollution from, like, sucking into your face. <laughs> oh, wow. Anti- it's like a barrier? Yeah. Creates a barrier? Mm-hmm. So you like a good dewy, supple face? <laughs> that that's that that's what I strive for. Like if I get done with my skincare and my yeah. face isn't like I feel so like, wet and glowy, I'm I yes. didn't do anything. Yes. Okay. Yes. I, I, Matt doesn't do me any favors. I've never been into that so much. Even in the nineties when it was popular, I just it's just not a look I could pull off. But yeah, the dewy skincare. If I can, so I don't wear like base or what is it even called now? Foundation. Foundation. Mm-hmm. See hashtag nineties kid. But. I don't wear foundation and anything I can do to keep from, because I feel like it's like Play-Doh on so my face. So right now, what are you wearing on your face? Like makeup wise? Yeah. Um, okay. So I do have cover up. Okay. Here. Um, I'm wearing eyeshadow as eyeliner. I'm wearing mascara. I've got one color of eyeshadow on. I'm wearing blush and I have this uh, balmy like... It's not liquid, but it, it's not a powder. Something in between highlighter that I like dab on the tops of my cheeks and my nose. That's it. I oh, mean, oh, and my eyebrow, my eyebrow, whatever pencil thing. So what I do you think I have. <laughs> it, you look just like you could go take a photo shoot right now. Well, thank you. I'm gonna come here every day. <laughs> yeah, you have. Look, like, she won't fire us. I'm never gonna fire you. Melissa knows too much. So, so here's the thing. So I. I had acne pretty bad in high school, you know, middle school, high school, and I went on the whole Accutane. Never had that. So, again, skin is very different. Okay. Never had that. So, you're blessed. Hashtag. With great skin. I feel like my skin's under control now. I don't think I could ever not wear base. Well, okay. (laughs) I don't know what I mean. I I wear wear a tinted moisturizer. Oh, I do have, I do have, I have cover up on like a little under my eyes. Also, just because I'm old and I feel like I need it. Yeah. So I forgot about that. I feel like I have dark circles under my eyes and I'm trying to figure out how to get rid of those. I can help you with that. Oh, see, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I know you're not going to give, you know, I don't expect you to, like, you know, come up with a whole routine yeah. for me. Okay. I mean, and if you did, I wouldn't blame you if I, something happened. Yeah. So, I honestly don't have my products memorized. I would have to look at the photos that I took for you. But I'll tell you the brands that I like the most are Glossier. Yes. Is that... The Gwyneth Paltrow? No, that's Goop. Soup. Well, Glossier. Okay, (laughs) Glossier is out of Brooklyn, I think, and they're. um, I don't know. My 16 year old daughter was like, "Oh, that's a very like cult makeup and skincare line," and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so good at life." 
when your 16 year old thinks that something's cool, you just accept it. And I made it. I love it. Right, them. right, right. right. I love you them. love Glossier? Yeah. Ah, yeah. see, Lainey. Does. So, how is Glossier, how's the price point? Okay, so it's not, I don't think it's a luxury wine. Okay. I think the most I've paid for, like, their perfume's kind of pricey at like 100 bucks. Um, but it's, it's a very lovely, like pheromone based, um, perfume. I think their serums and stuff are maybe 24, 50, something like that. Oh, okay. So not like, we'll go with reasonable. Not like mother face oil, M-U-T-H-A, which is like one of my favorite products that I never buy because it's like $180. But so very like reasonable price point. However, on the scale of skincare that I use, the ordinary is like seven bucks. Yes. The Ordinary has some good products. It has some great stuff. I just, I, just I do feel like you have to figure out which products combination. you need. That's yeah. where it gets, right? Because we can like not get scared because sometimes I read the ingredients. I'm like, no, you kind of should be scared, but just do research on what right. you should use. Wait, why should you be scared? Because the some thing of them with the Ordinary acids. is that like it's very, their names of the products are very um, ingredient based. And so, yes, I have noticed that. Like on TikTok, there's all these people. Like, I love the AHA BHA mask. You yes. can literally only use it's it for purple. 10 minutes. Yeah. Oh, once a week. Mask. That's my, my friend Jessica likes it. Well, I love it so too. there are all these teenagers on TikTok that are like, it's sloughing off all my dead skin. I'm going to use it every day. And then they get chemical burns. Yeah. Well, these, these are also the smart. people who eat Tide Pods. Right. So. Right. Sure. Right. But there's just, a level of common. Their website tells you a lot about. Yeah, don't be what like to use. TikTokers. So it looks Don't like this one product I'm interested in because I have the picture. Okay. Is the Glossier Future Dew. Yes. That's one of my favorites. So it's an oil serum hybrid. Oh, yeah. Glossier, if you're listening, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> would not mind some merch. Um, yeah. So that is my last step of my morning skincare. Mm-hmm. My morning skincare is like Senchi Senchi. Oh, like, yeah. You only have two like things, two things. Yeah. Like, come and I combine them. So yes. it's like two, two steps, right? So future do with my moisturizer, which is also Glossier. That's mm-hmm. the last thing that I do. It's an, so it's an oil serum hybrid, and it it like locks moisture into your face. Like you can't see, but I'm touching my face right here. Like mm-hmm. locks moisture in. So like my face feels. I hate the word moist. People hate the word moist. Yeah, it is. but supple. All day. Is supple a good word? I, I guess. I just think immediately moist. Um, yeah, like, but hydrated. Whatever. Thank you, lady. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a good word. <laughs> No Dewey. One, do, I guess. <laughs> but it's not like a uh, product that you spray on that creates like a fake dew. It's like it's... It, I don't really want to like spraying things on my or, face. Or, you know, but... You, you don't? But, no. But, but, but you know what I'm saying. Like, like it's not like a bronzer or a highlighter that fakes out dewy skin. It's mm-hmm. like it's an oil serum hybrid that actually gives you naturally dewy skin. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Like okay. For yeah. real moisture. Mm-hmm. Not so, just yeah, I mean, moisture. I love Authentic. me a good, you know, serum and stuff like that. Looks like your Trader Joe's is the Hyaluronic Moisture, moisture Boost yep. Serum. Love it. Do I have the other Trader Joe's in there? I might have been out of it. Um, I'm not seeing that because your night... Let's talk about it. <laughs> There's a train of products. Yes. The night <laughs> is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight products. Right. The which routine. I use... The routine, which I use in combination. So which she did send me the, the night that we had dinner. Mm-hmm. And then you woke up the next morning and sent me the, the, morning. the morning. You asked. Mm-hmm. I yeah. wanted to be thorough. Yeah. Looks like you got some ordinary products. And that's probably where I got a little overwhelmed just because I've tried the ordinary. I think they're good products, but they are very, which is ingredient based. Yeah. You, know, like, you just right. got to figure exactly. out. The names like, are like, literally like you'll get something that's 
I'm going to say this wrong, but niamicide. Niacinamide. See, it has C in there. I forgot about niacinamide. The only way I know. Yeah, it's on the list. Um, so the other thing I'll say about skincare that I that I believe, it, and I'm, again, not a dermatologist, not an expert in this, I am an IT nerd, um, is that it's called a routine for a reason. So skin doesn't like it when you, like, Keep randomly, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you really have to try a thing and, like, stick with it to see if it works. Um, people who are constantly switching it up who are like, I'm just not getting the results. It's like, well, right, because your poor skin is, like, scared. Yeah. So I will say, I my mean, skin like, is scared. No, no. I, I will say, if there is one thing I really you're so young, Maybe, though, your like skin you, looks fine. I know. Right now, I mean, it's a decent skin day, but typically, I I fight acne all the time, hormonal. Oh, around right the chin I, area. Yeah, yeah. it's like without being gross. But well, like I mean, that's the, the situation that I've got. The cystic ones. Ooh, yeah. 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 So Ouch. I will I say ever since high school, like when I, when I finally got my acne under control, that's when I really started taking care of my skin. Cause I feel like when you're in eighth grade and you have acne and you're supposed to really wash your face and do all this stuff, like nobody does that. Right. And right. I have very, very oily skin. Mm-hmm. Oily. And so if there's anything I am good about, it is, I'm, I will religiously make sure I take off my makeup. I yeah. will not go to bed with my makeup yeah. on. It does not matter if I have party till 2 a.m. in that the morning. That is good advice. And I will wake up the next day and, like, kind of be like, oh, I'm like, oh yes, I took it off. You know, like, yeah, go yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. But I have just been doing Now, my mom was really big into that, too. Like, she, poor thing. I mean, she tried whenever I was younger. I didn't do it. But, yeah, just, I think that taking off the makeup and the dirt and all of that for the day. Yeah. That is that is therapeutic to me. I mm-hmm. love having that clean See? face. Exactly, and it is the first thing I do when I get home. Okay, all right. So I, I don't. I, under, I often shower as soon as I get home. I mean, assuming I don't have like some other BS to do, but um, and get into my after school clothes, mm-hmm. you know. And so sometimes, <laughs> sometimes my night routine doesn't get me directly into the bed. Sadly, sometimes I do it, and then I go cook dinner or whatever. Well, that's kind of what mine is. Right. I have like the night routine, and then I'm getting dinner ready because I want to be comfortable at that mm-hmm. point. So speaking of comfortable, though. Airy, is it Airy? The American Eagle, that other brand. It is not a brand, but mm-hmm. so they were okay. I, I love, I love that brand. Have you ever bought anything from there? I don't think so. Okay, so I bought a sweatshirt, and it's probably my fourth sweatshirt. But this one is like thinner, but cozy. And then I bought a pair of their joggers. Mm. <gasps> I mean, they feel like heaven. Oh, that's all. I do love a good jogger. I just got some joggers in from Fiore. Okay. That my friend Courtney Bush convinced me to buy. They, because of the ice storm, they were delayed by a week or so. So Mm -hmm. I just got them in yesterday. And according to Courtney, these joggers and this brand will change my life. They sound a little bougie. Oh, wow. Uh, Yeah, they're the price of basically Lululemon. Okay. But don't worry, gals. I got a sale and I made sure to buy enough to get free shipping. (laughs) That's a course. That's $50 more. I mean, literally, I think like, I texted Courtney like three times. I was yeah, like, are these really worth it? Are these really worth it? Like I buy stuff off of Amazon and like the 50% sale at Aerie, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, am I saying that right? Is it Aerie? Mm-hmm. Okay. I've been known to say the wrong thing. So, okay. Well, Michelle, is there anything else? I feel like we, we, <laughs> this is our first get. You're basically a co-host today. Oh God. Why? Cause I'm talking, cause I'm garrulous. <laughs> no, because we didn't really talk about anything specific, so it's been fun. Oh, well, it's other than the fact that I'm very, an agenda. I'm very jealous that you could do a chin up. 
Yeah. And your push-up game. Well, pull-up. Pull yeah. yeah. It's a chin-up. It is. It is. I know. I'm sorry. I just uh-huh. calm uh-huh. but Calm down. <laughs> calm down. I feel like we need to at least talk about your nerdy IT thing and your and your company. Okay. I, so I. I guess what brought you into IT? Money. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. <laughs> That's good. All right. That's a good starting point. I mean, I was a starving grad student of English, right? And then I was like, wow, everybody hates money, like, in graduate school. Like, it's a bad thing. And now this was, again, I graduated from LSU in the year 2000, so this was a bazillion years ago. Um, but but I felt like at the time academia was very, like, anti- Having any money. money. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It was like, just, you were supposed to. And that was, to... like, a point of pride, right? Mm. And so we're sitting around making nothing, um, I was a TA. I had another, again, I always had at least two jobs, sometimes three jobs. So I was like also directing the writing center as a student director. And I didn't go to grad school at LSU, to be clear. I went to ULL. Um, and we're like arguing about things in literature. And I'm like, none of this matters. And I know I'm going to offend academics out there. I don't mean it doesn't matter. Like, of course, I still love to read. I still love to think about literature and its imprint on the world and how history ties in. Like, I, of course it matters, but it didn't matter enough to like build a life around for me. And so that's because different things matter to different people. Exactly. Right. And I think so that- for me, I was just like, what am I doing? Like, I'm not going to be happy, you know, like two years of grad school and I'm already like, oh my gosh, if I have to have another conversation with these people about this specific theme Mm. or whatever. If I have to talk about Pinter's the Dwarves, if I have to, you know, like I'm just done. I don't want to talk about Shakespeare anymore. And it's not that I don't love it. I still am an avid reader. Um, I'm just a curious person in general. So, and I, I, I do thank my liberal arts background for that. I feel like it really taught me how to think. Um, a lot of times people don't think of like English majors as the most critical thinkers. I would disagree with that. Um, so I really, thank my liberal arts background for my now life because I feel like it taught me how to do whatever I wanted, which was pretty dope. Yeah. So I was tired of being poor. I was, (laughs) I was married to a musician, which is, you know, ladies, uh, (laughs) just if you ever want to have money, don't do that. (laughs) First love, you know, high school sweethearts, we get married. I'm in grad school. He's a musician. I'm like, yeah, we're gonna have a great life. (laughs) By the way, let's read dinner. (laughs) Yeah, right. Ramen. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So anyway, I was just, I I was... I was tired of the hustle a little bit. Yeah. And so I was like, I need a job where I can make enough money to go grocery shopping, not on a credit card. Mm -hmm. Right. That was my true life. And so one of my advisors who was sympathetic to my cause, he was like, you hate this so much. Like we all know you're a great student, but like, you're clearly unhappy. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I, yes, I am. He set me up with a part-time job doing technical writing in a, a heavily scientific field. So wetlands science. And I found that I just had a knack for like understanding complex scientific, you know, journal articles that were peer reviewed, that sort of thing. And I was like editing things and making them make sense to the average reader and fact sheets and that kind of stuff. And like, I could just do that sort of, I'm going to call it a translation without very much effort. Like it just wasn't hard. And I made like 20 bucks an hour Mm. and I thought I was like printing money. Mm -hmm. Like (laughs) this is life changing. Um, And really that professor, again, I I have many people to thank throughout my life and like my random (laughs) choices uh, who helped guide me. 
Um, he, he really did. There was like a fork in the road and he pushed me in that direction and it was, it was the right choice. From there, my first full-time grown-up job past grad school was for a technology company doing technical writing. So I have been in IT since I was 22. Oh, okay. And I'm about to be 42. Right. I, was, I did the math. Woohoo! Mm-hmm. So you got a lot of experience. Got a lot of IT experience. Male-dominated field. Um, can be tough sometimes. Well, I've always worked with software developers. Uh, super smart people. A lot of dudes. A lot of dudes. A lot of dude culture. Um <laughs> you know, like sometimes you feel like you're working in a frat house, um, but but it's cool. So did that, worked from technical writer to business analyst, which is where you write requirements for software. It doesn't matter to project management. And then as a project manager, that's when I really like flourished and started. I always worked in consulting. So I've never had like a job where I do internal IT. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean by yeah. that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've always had external clients. Gotcha. Which is a whole other world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that translation part you were talking about, how huge is that from yeah. being able to to mm-hmm. talk to your outside clients about what you're doing? Because yeah. it is complex to a lot of people. Yeah, I can talk about really nerdy stuff, and it's fun and cool. And we solve lots of really complex problems. And, you know, I'm not always talking to a rocket scientist. Sometimes I'm talking to, like, you know. Me. Sometimes you're talking to me. Occasionally I've talked to you, you about things. You trained me through I, teams. We I'm did, like, we did how teams. do we do? We did Cortana. Yeah, we did. Meeting, right? We've we done a few things. Still trying to figure out Cortana. She stresses me out. I know, but I'm, I mean, I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> I also sent you screenshots of my screen, my skincare. <laughs> Clearly we need more dinners. Um, yeah, so anyway, I was, a, I was a project manager for a bunch of years, really loving it. And when I say project manager, I mean like all technical work. So all custom software development. And then promoted to program manager, which you manage many projects, right? You're over project managers. And then ultimately, um, what did we call me? It wasn't strategic engagement, but whatever. Uh, essentially, you're managing a full client portfolio, mm-hmm. right? And so I had gone through the biggest client for my current employer, and then they were in the oil field and had to um, spend less money because oil things happened, mm-hmm. right? That market is very, it fluctuates. Oh, yeah. Um, and so then they moved me to the, the, at the time, second biggest client became the first biggest client, um, and I was embedded there. Not going to name any names, but did very well. Loved my clients. They trusted me with a bunch of money. Um, and do, should we talk about the the thing that that compelled me to start my own company, or, is, or should we not? You do whatever you want. Well, I've never told this story like publicly, so friends, one offs know this, but I've never like come out and shared this before. But I but I will do it. So I mean, it's not like a terrible thing, but he knows who he is. Again, you know. <laughs> if you know, you know. So, yeah. So I felt like I was really, like, I, I finally felt like I'd come into my own. Like, I'm like, I am in charge of this many millions of dollars client. They come to me from outside of IT. Like, I was dealing with marketing. I was dealing with the group of mergers and acquisitions. I was having, you know, chats with CIOs, like it, which is part of IT, but I was, I felt like I'd come into my own. I was finally respected. Um, I have struggled with imposter syndrome my whole life because of my background. Can you, um, click somebody told me, in fact, my business coach, I'm just going to call her out. Devin told me that she thought, thinks I suffer from imposter syndrome. What is your definition Again, of imposter syndrome? Not a syndrome? psychiatrist. No, I'm not, I, don't, I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, so climbers. imposter syndrome, I mean, again, super layman's terms, right? But it's when you are doing a thing 
living a life, but you feel like people know you're a fake. So like somewhere in, in your heart of hearts, you're like, I don't even know how I'm doing this. Like, I don't deserve the success because I grew up poor as a church rat, as my grandma would say, or, oh my God, I'm a public school kid in Baton Rouge. Like they're going to know, you know? So it's when you feel like you're living a life that isn't your real life. But really, it's just the process of growing um, and maturing. Sorry, Devin, time. I think you're wrong. I don't think I, I think suffer Devin's from that. Too. I feel like you're one of the most secure people. So, yeah, so I, I really felt like I'd come into my own. I was getting lots of good feedback from both my, my clients and my bosses and had earned the respect of, like, this really alpha manager. Like, he was, like, he looked like he'd gone three rounds with Rocky. He was, like, a tough-looking guy, mm. but also wore beautiful suits. Like this man had seen everything, like had come up through from the West Bank, like worked his way up through Anderson Consulting, like had had really made a name for himself. And he was tough and he was he expected a lot. And again, I am a person who was like, oh, I can do that. Like I can get because imposter syndrome. Right? It's like, oh, I can I'll prove myself again. I'll mm-hmm. prove myself again. So felt like I had really hit a, a, a stride. Because we respected each other. He trusted me with things. We worked really closely together. He's high up in the company. And he has focused a lot of attention on me because I am managing the biggest client. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's why we had this working relationship. It's not like all portfolio managers would have this access to him. Okay. And one day, <laughs> he's going to be so mad if he ever hears this. Um, he, So he used to tease me a little bit. And I know for him, it wasn't an intentional thing, but he would be like, you know, oh, are my pronouns okay? Because again, I'm like the only (laughs) chick, right? I'm a chick in this male dominated field. I'd be like, actually, you should use they or them, like, because I'm in here Mm -hmm. and I'm not a him. Mm -hmm. So we had this kind of back and forth, like rapport, right? Yeah. You could call it banter. I was for real. I was very serious about it because I'm like, I am just as qualified as this guy sitting next to me and this guy sitting next to me. And. I feel like it's not that hard to change up a pronoun, to be honest with you. I know it's a touchy subject. For some reason, it's 2021. We feel like we can't talk about feminism sometimes. But I, I just felt like I'm in the... Oh, no, we can talk about feminism. Okay. I just I, felt I like... I would say I'm a feminist. I am, too. But I would just say, you know, it's like... I'm but, I mean, like, women really do rule the world. Absolutely. Like, we're the better species. I mean, I'm not... It, it's just a fact. Ask my son. He knows. <laughs> <laughs> he has three sisters. He knows. Um, he asked me what I'm No doing. offense to any of the Louisiana lads that are coming on the, I'm the sorry. pod. I don't care. But, you know, <laughs> right, I'm just saying. What I'm saying is, like, my son, he, t- he asked me one time, he's like, Mom, this is how he talks. Mom, Mom. I do a great impression of him. <laughs> Mom, if I call Victoria stupid, is that, like, anti-feminist? <laughs> <laughs> and he's 12, which I thought was such a great, thoughtful question. I'm like, no, it's not anti-feminist, but it's me. Yeah, let's just and, call stupid. And she's smart. So don't say that. Like, don't be a jerk. <laughs> Son, you know, yes. like he, yes. a, he is a hard. Do you life. have three girls and one boy? I do. Okay, all right. Well, and maybe. he is going to be the best trained boy. I've grown up in that household. Woo. No he he lives a life. Let me tell you, he's he is like <laughs> he is also very charming, and he's so lovely, and he gets a lot of female attention. I'm mad about all of it, but we can come back to that. Okay. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, don't you look at him? Yeah, <laughs> my precious boy. He's twelve. He's yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Ugh. So, okay, so I, so I thought I had made it. I thought, like, my imposter syndrome, frankly, because, I, you know, I was self-aware. So I was like, okay, like, I am doing things. I'm good at things. I like my job. This is great. And this this guy, who I really respected, who was my boss's boss's boss, emails me on a Friday afternoon at 3 p.m., and he says, 
would you be a golf cart girl at this <gasps> fundraiser? You did tell me this. This is coming back to me. I think that was first dinner. Dinner number one. Mm-hmm. And, it, yeah, because we had a bottle of wine plus a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. That's why I told you. Because mm-hmm. I usually don't tell this story. A mentor of mine told me one time, he's like, don't make your success about this moment. It's bigger than this moment. And I'm going to come back to you as to why I think this moment is still important. Um, and so I, I would say that that moment was one of three heartbreaks that defined my life. Wow. That's powerful. Right? Yeah. And to him, it was it was banter. Yeah. He didn't think anything of it. And why would he? He didn't know that I'd suffered from imposter syndrome. He didn't know how hard I had to fight to get to where I was from having, you know, a, an undergrad and graduate degree in English to being a technical writer, like climbing, you know, to the point. For me, it was like a hustle. And for him... It was just an offhand comment, and he thought I might have fun at a golf event. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he's a bad guy. Mm-hmm. I think that his intentions were probably fine. But for me, I felt like, oh, he does know that I'm a fake. He's asking me to be a golf partner. That went, that was, that went deep. It cut deep. And so the reason that I disagree with this previous mentor about why this moment is okay to talk about now is because it's not that I thought – you know, F you, I'm going to leave and show you. It's that I decided I needed to make sure that how I was seen in the world was how I wanted to be seen in the world. Right. Yeah. So in a way, it inspired me to get off my ass and to build the same success for myself that I had helped build for the company that I worked for. Like, why am I doing this for a company that doesn't use the right pronouns by default? And that doesn't think twice before asking me, who's managing over $5 million at that moment, to be a golf cart girl. Like it was just, again, I know he didn't mean anything bad about it. I know that because he called me the whole night after I replied to his email. I turned off my phone, by the way, ladies. Sunday night, I waited. I called my boss, who was more of a friend, and I said, hey, friend, boss, this just happened. I am devastated. This was a Friday night. I'm like, I am beside myself. And he's like, just tell me of something else to do. And I was like, oh, okay. You don't know me. <laughs> That's absolutely not what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm going to say. Because then I'm just waiting for the next invitation when maybe I'm not busy. You know what? I'm always too busy to do that. And no offense to golf cart girls. I'm not saying that it's not a thing that you should be proud of. If that's a thing that you do. It was not my job. Right? Well, I no, I don't think I don't think it has to do. It's just him. If they wanted somebody to drive the cart, he automatically thought of you exactly. because you're a girl. Exactly. That's what it is. That's right. Thank it's you. just like sitting in a thank you boardroom and somebody it, it, and a it, guy it, going, do you, "Can you take notes?" That's, and I have that's been asked, what I have been asked to do that. Yeah. I have stayed late pressing enter on a PowerPoint presentation for CIOs. I have been asked to do like things like clear plates after lunch, things that a man would never be asked to do. And I know right now this feels cringy to some people, but. This is my experience. I have been sexually harassed. I have been asked out by bosses. I have been called by a client and said, why aren't we making out right now? Um, It is a real thing. And when you have worked so hard to be seen as a professional and to be taken seriously, and then a guy you really respect, Mm -hmm. who you're also a little scared of, but like not in a bad way, Mm -hmm. like in a healthy dose of fear. Right. And Maggie told me she's scared of me. Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad thing. It's a certain Mm -hmm. level of professional power, right? Like this guy matters Mm -hmm. in my world. And for him to do, I'm telling you, one of my three heartbreaks that changed my life. Wow. But now it's like, again, I know it, I, for a long time, I, I did have a sort of 
burn down the earth, <laughs> like feeling about this. Yeah. Um, like who are you? But, but when I got right with myself and realized that what it really did was just make me again, it made me want to be consistent who I am on the inside and who I am on the outside. I promise you, if anyone today were to ask me to be a golf cart girl, it would be because they know this story and it's hilarious like <laughs> because of the look I would give them. Yeah. Right. And so, I, you know, in many ways, again, that was another fork in the road where no regrets. Yeah. Like I needed to go through that experience to figure out who I am professionally and personally and kind of glad he said it. That went deep, Michelle. It did. How do you feel? I'm a sharer. How do you feel? I feel good. (laughs) I mean, you know, I'm very proud of of our success. Um, I'm not going to talk specifically about the company. Google is out there, you know, if you're curious. But um, I I have two male business partners and love them, respect them. They respect me. It's a different world when you get past the level of I'm going to ask you to be a golf cart girl. And what you say, A can make or break your job. B, can make your boss so worried when you reply, what am I? A Hooters waitress or a consultant, which was literally my email reply, ladies, um, that he was worried about a lawsuit, right? It's like when, when you can get, just move move past that and the world is kind of your own. I mean, that's a certain level of privilege that like I never want to get rid of. Yeah. Right. It's so empowering and um, I will never again have a client call me and say, why aren't we making out? Yeah, that's... Because um, I would fire them I'm, as a client. Yeah, I've thankfully never been in that position. And I do have to say, I alluded to this on another uh, podcast that, you know, I, I don't know if lucky or privileged or which way it is. I have been able to, with the culture of this firm and with our clients and our referral sources, have always feel... I mean, I'm not saying everybody's perfect, but I would say the majority of the time I'm surrounded by people who support me and my endeavor. Well, it's also, yeah, your work, your quality of work, your professionalism, your ability to bring in dollars. Let's not kid ourselves. Oh, well, thanks, Michelle. Well, I'm just saying, like, it's it's not just because of the supportive men around you. Well, that's true. I mean, yeah. See, this is where, this is where, this is why Devin told me I have imposter syndrome because she said, this is just being a woman in the South is what you're suffering from. Um, but you know, because look, if, if I didn't benefit my partners, they, you know, they might not find me as delightful as Correct. they do. Um, and they benefit me. Right. And so it's business. It's right. transactional. Exactly. exactly. This is not a love affair. This is not an emotional thing. This is business. It's about money. It's about creating an empire, right. A mm-hmm. legacy for my children. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's how I think about it now. Whereas before, I perhaps thought about it a lot more like, this is dad and he's disappointed in me and this is what he thinks of me. And, you know, it's just a different frame of mind. Yeah. And I think it takes some time to get to that particular point. Yeah. And confidence. I mean, did, yeah. did that email that you got about being a car girl, did it not just come? It destroyed a, me. But it came. Well, did you feel like, I mean, you obviously had enough confidence to... It took defend me. Defend yourself. Okay, so that's a great point. It took me, so I got that email Friday, 3 p.m., called my boss around 7 after a couple drinks and many tears. <laughs> not going to lie to you. Um, Sunday night about 9 p.m. is when I finally had the courage to reply. And I, Okay, but that's only two days. I know. I mean, I for re- some people, it could have taken uh, but, five years well, to bring it up. They might have just never. said, I'm just not, I'm just going to yeah. move on. I need Y'all, a job. It was you know? not okay in my soul. I couldn't I, do and, it. and I agree. I couldn't I, do it. Yeah. And, and it was, it, like, just, it was just so 
personal to me. Like, I was just like, I can't believe this happened. I mean, I was devastated. So it took, I guess, the confidence. But first, I had to like, I had this reckoning, right? Like, mm-hmm. this is what they think of me. I mean, it was this. And then I, again, this is part of maturing and growing up. It's like the world is not black and white. So that is not what they thought of me. That is one of the things. Right. That, that crossed his mind. Right. He also, I'm sure, valued me as an employee. There's no way he didn't. The way that he recognized me, the way that we worked together. Again, he was tough and I kept meeting expectations. So, like, I know that that's not what he thought of me. Right. But in that moment, that was that was my identity, you know. So I had to reply and I waited until Sunday night. Um, It took all that time. And then all that time, two days. (laughs) Um, And then, yeah, I turned off my phone because I thought I've cried about this all weekend. He can sweat it out tonight. And I woke up to, I think, 100 missed calls. Oh, jeez. Oh, he's worried. This man doesn't sleep. He, he's a workaholic. And like, um, again, I respect it because we have we share We kind of share some personality yeah. attributes. I'm not going to lie to you. I would literally never ask someone to be a golf cart girl. Um, and also, he made a pronoun joke in that email. Mm. Double whammy. Uh-huh. I, I think I share a lot of attributes with my um, predecessor. I'm not mad about it. I'm not either. He taught me a ton. And a lot of what he taught me is the reason I'm successful today. I'm with you. You know? Now, I didn't have that same situation with That's my okay. Fresh we all have our stuff. Yeah. Okay. So let's um, talk about the kids. About the kids. So you got four of those things. Four of those suckers. <laughs> four offspring. I know. You know, I have thought so much about our last dinner, Melissa. Well, because I love you and I think about you all the time. But also... <laughs> Because you asked me at that dinner, you were like, did you mean that poor kid? <laughs> I did. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. I get asked that more than you would think. But, it's, but okay. But really, it kind of, sometimes people ask me, should I, like, did you mean not to have children? No, I get so it. Sometimes. So, you know, yeah, those no, things. I'm not asking you to apologize. I know, I'm but I'm just saying, it. like, I need to practice what I preach. You know, when people get on me about not having kids, I really shouldn't yeah. get on people about having kids. I'm not, but I felt like our level of friendship, like, you could have asked me. Did you mean not to have kids? Maggie and I wouldn't and have Lee, taken Do that. I look like I'm mad at Melissa? No. Okay. So I said, yeah. did you mean, because four kids <laughs> is four kids. Four. It's did like, you morning. mean to have four kids? <laughs> but I'm not, it doesn't offend me because it's a fair question because like, what the hell? Four kids. Um, and I've thought so much about that question since you asked. Other people have asked and I'm like, it's not your business or whatever. Uh, but, but, but because we talked about it and it was a thoughtful question and I didn't give a thoughtful answer. Oh, you did I don't think so. No, I don't think I did. Okay, so are you going to give a thoughtful answer now? Yeah, I've thought about it a lot. Oh. I studied for this. Great. Okay. <laughs> so, so I think, so first of all, I got married at 21. Again, you have to, you know, my grandparents were first generation, like, English speaking. So they both spoke French as a first language. Mm-hmm. So even though, like, my mom is young, my grandma is young, it's a very, like, sort of old school story like my my parents didn't go to college like my dad dropped down got his GED so like my background is different mm-hmm. maybe um so I got married at 21 which I think you have to know that context to understand that that's an acceptable thing to do I wasn't like a child bride right like it's a cultural thing it was no, Maggie how old were you I was 22 yeah, yeah. Was okay so but you know some people who are listening who are not from the south they're like but and I agree, you shouldn't do that, Maggie. No, it's done. <laughs> <laughs> too late. No, too late. But Maggie, no, 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 no. I get it. I'm just saying, it. like, you just, you know, I was twenty. I was like a week after I graduated from LSU, we got married. Yeah, gotcha. And everybody was like, "Are you having a baby?" I'm like, "No. What are you talking about?" <laughs> Went to graduate school, right? He's playing music. I mean, this is a person that, that was my first heartbreak. It was my first the the 
decline of my first marriage. But um, I think I had four kids because I was deeply lonely mm-hmm. and unfulfilled. And I wasn't sure what would fix that because I had already tried grad school. I was already working. I bought a house. Like, again, achiever, achiever, achiever. I'm going to prove to the world that I am. I, I can be bigger. I can be better. I can do things. And um, I think that's why I had four kids. Now, I had the first one. You know, I wasn't lonely anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't hear that. And I will say, my children do provide a certain amount of fulfillment. Um, I was not self-aware. I was very young. I was 24 when I had my first baby. No regrets. I These children are the light of my lives. They are very entertaining. <laughs> How old are they? So, okay. So they are 10, 12, 14, and 16. Okay. Um, my littlest is going to be 11 soonish. Okay. So they got closer together because I think I got crazier and more sleep deprived. <laughs> so they are 28, 22, and 17 months apart. Okay. So my babies are really very close in age. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that's the real, true, profound answer. Wow. So we went from products to like deep but stuff. But I even made my skincare deep, like with my self-care. I, mean, I, I don't know this. what I'm on today. <laughs> like this is <laughs> high on life. You guys told me I was dewy and that's all I need. There you go. You're looking at <laughs> skin. Okay. No, I, I do appreciate the honesty in that answer. And I guess, you know, so part of me is like four kids, like that's a lot going on, but there's some great times because they get to well, be close. you know what? There is a lot going on. And I think, I mean, I really don't have very distinct memories of having four babies because I, I was so sleep deprived. I was working. I've always worked, right? So working, balancing the, the babies, you know, I, <laughs> my son will be like, what was my first word? I'm like, he was cat. I'm just making shit up. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. Well, Did not do baby books. Cat is a lot of people's first it's a words. Good I feel like, yeah. I mean, it's one syllable. My, my second one, like, when did I start walking? I'm like, 11 months. No Sounds idea. Sounds like a good answer. No fucking clue. <laughs> um, but, and I didn't keep baby books because who has time for baby books when you got four babies? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a lot going on. My first one has like three quarters of a baby book and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well, I think your other kids are supposed to keep it for you. Like, absolutely. You, ask your hey, sister. Manage. <laughs> ask your sister. Yeah. So, but I do think having the little ones taught me how to be a great project manager. Well, yeah, it's a lot. You're managing a household, managing right. clients. And, and then stuff it like taught that. me how to be a great business owner. Well, and I guess I think the reason why I said, did you <laughs> do that on purpose? <laughs> is because I don't think I knew you had four kids until yeah. we went to dinner. Right. Like, it's not something. Because I don't, like, project myself as, like, uber mom. Right? Like, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I don't. I mean, you know. Yeah, and so good. That's not my whole identity. <laughs> okay. Right? I, I mean, you know, I am, I hope. People see me as an individual before yeah. they see me as a mom. I hope my kids see me as an individual before they see me as a mom. I, I again, I worship these children. They are so fun. They are so brilliant. They are beautiful. I'm so glad I had them when I did. Um, I've learned so much about myself from them because, you know, kids are just big mirrors. Yeah. <laughs> And my second daughter is like my, my twin and she is everything that I deserve um, for like just all of my sass. There you go. <laughs> um, but you know, I know that that spunk will pay off for her because I've seen it pay off for me. Um, but yeah, so I've got the, I've got the four and they, I think they would say I'm like mean mom, but like we also talk a lot and we have meaningful conversations about, you know, we're not going to get into it here, but like politics, race, 
um, but like even local political races mm-hmm. and just like all like the worldly things. Like I feel like they're just kind of sophisticated and they kind of know things and they're cool. Yeah, they're really dope. Yeah, you said that before about them, so it's, yeah, it must cool be kids. true. It must I believe be true. it. I've never yeah. met them, but I believe you it. believe it. Yeah. Well, they got a cool mom. Thanks. You're a cool mom. Yeah. Okay, so to. Thank you Wrap so much again for your time. Yeah. So we're going to ask you our, you know, questions that we ask all of our guests. Um, these are very easy questions, not nearly God, as God, I hope so. <laughs> oh, these are easy. Would you prefer to use a pen or a pencil? Pencil. Okay. I love the scratch. I love a good pencil scratch. Oh. Mm-hmm. Like, scratch the, it out? No, no, no. Just like the... the like the not a glide texture. of a... Yeah. Pen. I love a good scratchy pencil. Okay. Would you prefer a table or a booth? A booth. Okay. I think we know the answer to this, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Go get your groceries or have them delivered. Uh, delivered. Delivered. I know. I love the grocery. Shipped is the best thing in my life. Same. It's the best thing I've ever done. Okay. I think this is going to be a both white or red wine. <laughs> wine. Sis. Yeah. I'm a California cab drinker. Okay. Is my default. But I've loved all the soft blancs that we've had. Yeah. I'm a white wine yeah. gal. And I don't just like go it. with I, it. I don't like anything too oaky. So I'm not a big Chardonnay drinker. Me neither. But I've had some Chardonnays that were very Depends on the Chardonnay. Yes. Right. So big. I'm just going to say I like wine. Yeah. I don't like beer. So I like to have a beer with crawfish. I, I just, it doesn't appeal to me. But I just like the only I do. Thing. I love whiskey. You and my husband, we get along. Love me a whiskey. Had some whiskey last night. I cannot drink whiskey. Mm. It's bad for business. I love it. Um, and uh, I also enjoy vodka. I love vodka. That's true. But I have to watch myself with vodka because it's very good. All right. Sleep in or nap? Oh, nap. Because I wake up like a farmer. Yeah. I just can't sleep in it yeah, me too. Hashtag getting old. Well, I think I'm working on this new house. The master bedroom seems to be darker. Mm. Like, I guess we had a floodlight or something. I don't really know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I've been sleeping better to everyone that was worried about my sleeping. I know, because we share yeah. the insomnia, middle of the night. Right, because I have to sedate myself yeah. to sleep. It's, um, and it's, I still wake up before my alarm because I'm a crazy person. Well, I woke up this morning and it was 526, and I normally get up at 530. So I was, hey, that's, that's, that's a win. That's great. Yeah. That's a win. Anytime I wake up in the, and I woke up at four, mm-hmm. and then I went back to sleep. So anytime that happens, because a lot of times I'll wake up at four and I'm just like, up, up. There we go. Same. Anyway. Okay, so things that make us happy. Things that make us happy. So my friends from high school and I have decided to start a book club. Um, it's not a formal book club, but darn it, I'm gonna now I'm gonna forget the book. Fly away. Oh yeah, I've read that. I think I read it five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a, I'm an annoying book club member because they're like, let's read this, and, and I'm like, like I read it. it. Yeah, same. <laughs> Sorry, but I've decided I'm, I'm gonna read it again because I don't remember the book. So yeah. I, I do this thing. I love to read, but I read so much that I will forget what the book is about. Like literally, oh, no, yeah, literally yeah, yeah, yeah. forget what the Absolutely. book is about. Do you Almost have like, a favorite book? Do I have a favorite book? Uh huh. Um, I would say Pillars of the Earth. Oh. Who goes deep now? <laughs> so I would have said Middlesex before I read this book I'm about to tell you about, Jeffrey Eugenides. Okay. Brilliant. I like it way more than Virgin Suicides. I like it more than uh, Marriage Plot. Way more than the short stories I read on the beach last year. What were you doing, Jeff? Um, but A Visit from the Goon Squad. My my man friend got me this book. He He has bought me several books, which I love about him. And when I tell y'all, I read this in one day on the beach. I love to read on the beach. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. um, Best and I kept, 
my mom was with me and the four children and I kept going, wait, 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 listen, listen, listen. And just like reading random paragraphs and cracking myself up as I would read them. I think that's a sign of a truly like amazing book. And I've talked to my nerdiest book friends and they agree that this is an excellent book. So I think you should read it. I would loan it to you, but I've already loaned it to someone else. It's okay. Um, Give me the title again. A Visit from the Goon Squad by Jennifer Egan. Yes. Yes. I just brilliant. put it up on. It's brilliant. Goodreads. It only got a 3.67 review on Goodreads. Well, just like I disagree with your career coach who says you have imposter syndrome, I disagree with Goodreads. All right. So I'm going to put one to read. All right. (laughs) Thank you for sharing that. Yes, I keep all my books on Goodreads because I will not keep up up with it. I have a list in my phone. Goodreads is smarter. I love to read, which is why everyone out, I am not on social media. No, Lane, that's, Laney's that's monitoring right. my social media, just oh, in case. I, I mean, I'm not I that wondered why you never liked my Instagram pictures, but that's why. So Lainey. Oh, I'll, I'll go, I'll go give you some likes. <laughs> Are we friends on Instagram? Yes. Oh, well, I haven't been By on By monitoring, I just make sure you're not getting any messages. Right. I'm not actively like Engaging with people. Yeah. And let me tell you what, I have so much more time and I feel I don't have the social media guilt. No, I know. I, I listened to the podcast where you were like, what's the difference between TikToks and Instagram stories? And it cracked me up because we didn't even get to Reels, which is the Instagram See, that's what, video platform. In that, Imitate. In okay, that we're, episode, we're, I'm like, are you talking about Reels? I know. I heard, I heard <laughs> you. Uh, but yeah, so I, I am on a little bit of social media, really only Instagram. I don't do Facebook. I I am on Twitter, but I'm a lurker on Twitter. I don't do Twitter at all. Yeah. Me neither. All right, Maggie. Things that make you happy. Oh, I got to a full year in my couple of lines a day journal. That was fun. That's so, awesome. I, you gave it to me this time last year. And it, I was like, look. So let me just tell you, it I, was fun I'm, I'm, I'm back. I'm on my second year now. And mm-hmm. when I look back, some of the entries are basically almost the same thing as I'm about to write for this time of year. Like, shit show. The day was a <laughs> shit show. It's like, I look back a year ago and I'm like, there's a common thing. Okay. Or it's, it's like, like the farmer's almanac. <laughs> Like, or it's like, or it's like February. I'm like, I'm really, I'm really kind of bummed. It's so gloomy outside. And like, we're so creatures of habit. So gloomy. Yeah. I'm like, I love that the two of you and Rachel are all at it. Cause Rachel came up to me it last was, month. It was, it was my, I'm pretty sure I gave Maggie one. Yeah. Yeah. And I gave one to Rachel. Rachel I ordered like, three of them to figure out which one would be the best fit for me. <laughs> she ran up to me. She was I like, was so yesterday much. your anniversary? Because I wrote, Lainey started today. Yes. She seems cool. I would recommend I the like, one line a day journal to anyone because it's it's not overwhelming. You know, it's not just like blank journal. It's, you know, you can write a couple of things and you feel good about it. And then you get to look back and realize that, you know what? Life's basically repeating. Itself. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so. Farmer's Almanac. All right. Well, thank you, um, Michelle Bolda, for being so bold and coming on. I like that. I didn't yes. mean to be. For coming I'm on our sorry. podcast. You I You have to it. be who you are. We loved no, it. I can't help it. We loved it. And it. I am so thankful that we... Met that I stalked you until and you stalked me, and now we're like, we're like, we're like basically best friends. We're basically best friends. <laughs> that was awesome. So, thank you so much. Appreciate it. it. And thanks thank to all you. of our listeners. Again, check us out on social media. We are still on social media. I'm just taking a break. Um, and feel free to email us or reach out to us directly. So, yeah, shout out to the people that are still listening. Yes, thank you to all the people that are still listening to this. Shout one. out to the guy who asked me to be a golf cart girl. Yeah. Shout out to <laughs> you know who you are. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> all right, we'll talk to everyone soon. Thank y'all. Bye.